0: Room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's
1: the world's most dangerous one to show. Shut the cameras,
0: mother-
2: <laughs> i <that>? Good grief. <laughs> what kind of
0: show is this? son listen to this
3: is the the show. This the Breakfast Club. With DJ Envy. The captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee,
4: the only one who can keep these guys in check. With
2: Charlemagne the God. I'm a lover boy. And this, is- this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Is-
5: good morning, USA.
4: Hey fam, happy Thursday. It's Thursday. One more day till Friday.
5: That is right. <laughs> I'm hyped. Well, I'm hyped a little bit. So, you know, this weekend is homecoming from Hampton University. So I'm excited. I always go back to my school. I love to go oh, back to my to school. Oh, you went to Hampton? Shut up. You know I went to Hampton and graduated <laughs> from Hampton. Um, so yeah, I get to go back to the school, but they're they doing things, of course, restricted because of the pandemic and COVID. So, But I, used, I, I, I have fun. I go back. I get to see a lot of my old classmates, uh, some of my old teachers. It's just, a, it's just a a vibe when you go back to homecoming, if, whether it's Hampton, Howard, FAMU, uh, Morehouse, Spellman, Clark, Morgan State, whatever whatever school you went to, Norfolk State, it's always a vibe, right? You, you get to see old old classmates, you get to hear old music. It's just just that feeling on the yard again. So I'm heading out there tonight to go to Hampton University, and it uh, should be a lot of fun. They're doing restrictions, so I think it's only 50% uh, capacity at the game. Uh, they're spreading out a lot of the stuff that they usually do in the yard, which is the campus. So I'm still excited, though. I love going back every each and every year.
4: How did this Hampton alumni thing get over here in front of me? What Hampton alumni? Right here. Oh, I think I,
5: you're supposed
4: to put this in your car.
5: I put Hampton stuff all over the room just so people know when, when guests come, they know what school I went to.
4: Oh, I didn't even know you went to Hampton. Yes, you did. Well, shout out to everybody who took part in Black Entrepreneur's Day yesterday It was amazing at the Apollo. It's going to air on the 14th, so people can watch. But he did some live. uh, Damon John. Okay. From Shark Tank and owner FUBU. Mm -hmm. He did some live interviews yesterday. Tyra Banks was there. I saw Michael Strahan. Mm -hmm. There was a situation, though. I was in the green room, and some guy made his way into the green room that wasn't supposed to be back there. You need
5: better security. Well,
4: it's not my security that he got backstage. It was at the Apollo. And what happened? And, um... He told me he was Michael Strahan's nephew, but I spoke to Michael Strahan
5: yesterday too. And what happened? So they threw him out, kicked him out?
4: Yeah, so all, everybody came running in there like, what are you doing here? And then he started going like, I'm Michael Strahan's nephew. I'm supposed to be here. You're gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna call him right now. Watch, watch. Why y'all treating me like this? And then they ended up getting him out of there.
2: So he, so wasn't, he wasn't Michael Strahan's wasn't nephew. Cousin, nephew. No, he was not. Was not right, huh? Wasn't he related to Michael Strahan in any way?
4: I don't believe so. Did you see
2: his teeth to uh verify? <laughs> Stop <laughs> did it. You see, did he have a gap.
4: But he did DM me and say, "Hey, can I get that picture we took together?" Did he for real? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's funny. That I'm gonna send it. That's nice. That's, that's gonna be his next thing. I'm Angelique's nephew. Yeah, he's, he's that picture. yeah. I got me. a picture. Look, I'm Yee's
5: yeah, cousin. Wow, that's funny. Uh, All right, we
2: got some special guests joining us today, right? Uh, is, it, is it Taraji P. Henson and yes. Tracy Jade? Yep, yep, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, Because yep, yeah. yep, yep. their Facebook show, uh, Peace of Mind, starts back October 11th, I believe. And Tracy Jade will be at my Mental Wealth Expo uh, this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis Times Square in New York City. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a day of mental health education and uh, healing. So She'll be there, and we'll talk about that as well. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
4: Well, let's talk about this shooting that happened. It was an Arlington School shooting, and people are discussing what the motivations are. They did arrest Timothy George Simpkins, who's 18 years old, Mm. and we'll give you the details we
5: do know. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Get your ass up! It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Hey. hey, I don't want to go. I go how possessive this record is. What? He, he said, they said, time Hill but don't go build a life without me. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ. What's well, this girl back? Yeah, she gone now, buddy. All right. Well, let's Literally. get into some front page news. Let's start with
5: sports. All right. Now, Chicago Sky beat the Sun 79-69 WNBA. Also, the Aces beat the Mercury, 93-76. Let's now, go,
2: Aces. B- Big Asia Wilson. Dropping the clues bombs for Asia Wilson. How much Asia had last night? We don't know the individual. Mm-hmm. That's...
5: Mm-mm. Okay.
2: AJ represents the eight oh three Columbia SC all day. Now Major League Baseball playoffs the Dodgers beat the
5: Cardinals three one. Now in Thursday night for the bow the Rams take on the Seahawks at eight twenty Eastern time. Now what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well in
4: Arlington, Texas, which is a Dallas area, um, there was a Dallas Area of High School where an eighteen year old student opened fire during a fight. Four people were injured. And he did flee the scene before being taken into custody hours later. Timothy George Simpkins is that 18-year-old student who was taken into custody without incident. He was booked on three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and was being held on $75,000 bill. One person is in critical condition. Another is in good condition. A third person was treated for minor abrasions. And they said a fourth person was hurt but did not require treatment at a hospital. So three of the four injured were students. And they are still investigating what happened, but there is a video of a fight in that classroom, and police do say that that fight is related to the shooting incident. It's not a random act of violence. It's not somebody attacking the school. According to a spokeswoman for Timothy George Simpkins' family, they said he had been bullied Mm. and robbed twice at school. The Mm. family spokeswoman, Carol Harrison uh, Lafayette, said the decision he made taking a gun were not justifying that. That was not right, but he was trying to protect himself.
2: So, so that's, a t-
5: it. that's a I tough one, because you think about it, you're a kid, you get you get beat up. I'm sure he complained and nothing happened. He continued to get beat up and robbed. And you, you think about, OK, well, I want to protect myself. They come the next day. It's not right. But, you know, what happens of the
2: case? Very hard to uh, you know? ju- very hard to judge people when they're in survival mode. Correct. You know, sounds like that young man was, you know, he, he, in his mind, he was in survival mode. He was bullied. Yeah. Getting robbed.
4: Now, a man who, uh, a woman who identified herself as Simpkins' mother said he was bullied and declined to comment. Clint Wheat, who was his cousin, uh, sent Wheat who wrote, "At the end of the day, my little cousin was bullied. I don't know how to feel about this. He's not no bad kid." Mm. And so, uh,
2: that's a real emotion. You mm. don't know how to feel about it. I mean, when you hear the story, you know, you're like, "Damn, kid got to deal with the consequences of his actions," but you also understand, you know, he was getting pushed to the ledge.
4: Now, police don't know how the shooter got a gun into the school. They said it's a forty-five caliber handgun. It was Jeez. found on the England Parkway. Federal authorities are seeking to determine whether that's what was used in the shooting.
2: Well, shouldn't stuff like that factor into the consequences of those actions, though? You know what I mean? You don't take a kid like that and throw him under the jail, right? Forever. No, no. You, you definitely can't do that. But, you know,
5: it, it's 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 a deeper problem. Is Did this boy make a complaint? Did, you know, did, did
2: was his complaints ignored? You know? Did y'all see the fight? No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh,
4: y'all got to look at that footage of the fight.
2: When he was jumping him or something?
4: It was just one-on-one, but it was vicious.
2: Well, oh, he was getting beat up bad?
5: Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. another thing. Some kids are not a fighters. Like, I, I, you know, I have five kids, and all of my kids are not fighters. They, mm-hmm. if, if they get into a, a situation of altercation, they're going to lose. I got a couple that can, but it is it's eat per kid. You beat this kid up, he wants to protect himself.
2: Also, when it comes to, like, you know, trauma and looking at it from a psychological standpoint, you got to talk to the guy who was allegedly doing the bullying, too, right? Because he could push somebody else. To snap like that as well, if, if he's a bully. Correct. You if know what I mean? He's a bully, yeah. Because he'll go do that to somebody else.
4: All right, well, we'll follow this story and keep updating you guys on what's happening as we get more details.
2: Jesus Christ. Man. So much hurt, so much pain, so much trauma. All right. Well, deal that's... with your trauma, your trauma gonna deal with you, people.
5: That was front page. It was Owen in Harlem last night I on the way, and I seen that uh, two kids was at a, a restaurant. And I think one was 16 and the other was 13. One got shot in the back, one got shot in the head. Both of them are going to survive. But it's, it's just crazy what's going on right now, man. Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. People hurting, man. Mm.
5: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Again, the numbers is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
3: Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass up. This is your
1: time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? Y'all, it's Mellow. 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 Mellow, peace, king. What's the word? How y'all feeling?
2: Blessed, black, and highly favored. I love that
6: answer, man. Yo, Uncle Charlotte, I got
2: a bone to pick with you, sir. Pick my bone. Whoa. You see? This is why. <laughs> what? Whoa. Hey. What you said? You got a bone to pick with me? I said pick my bone. Starting too early, brother. You see, always, man. How come you always out here flirting with these men on this on
6: this radio station? Mello, you said you
2: had a bone to pick with me, so I said pick my bone. What is what is the problem?
6: Oh,
7: that was a question.
2: Because I
6: was listening to this, you know, not too long ago. You out here telling a young man, yo, you want to pitch my tent? Like we know what that means. Like, why I did you not say, say that. That's not, I did hear that. That's think not I what I said. That I
2: what I asked him was, That's "Was he pitching a tent?" That's what I said. And, and
4: he, he
2: didn't
5: even know what it meant. Yeah, what and does that, that what mean? Was oh, it, right. well, he me was know. camping. It's
6: like you laying there, you ain't got no clothes on. Wow. If in the morning, with men, you under the blanket. I think, you know, oh, that's I not know.
2: what I was talking about this at all very
4: descriptive
2: <laughs> Nah, that's not what I was talking about The guy that I was talking to was camping He caught up here on a camping trip I don't know what you're don't you are talking about, think. Mello Your <laughs> mind is in the gutter, King No,
4: he, you,
6: he told him He was like, you laying there naked And you was like No, you hang up. And he was like, no, you hang up. I remember it.
2: Mellow. I I think you with him. It sounded like you wanted to pick his bone, bro, the way you talking right now. No, I'm
6: asking you a question
2: as to why you out here flirting with these men on this radio station. You 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 jealous? Are you jealous? (laughs) Nah. Nah. Are you jealous? Took a minute to answer that. (laughs) have you worried his bone? You hesitated a a little bit. You had to think about that one, King
6: you know my service is nervous. My service's
5: been nervous for the eight, <laughs> well, eight now eight it's nervous.
2: Radio I don't know what service you selling, but I don't my do prostitution. <laughs> okay, I don't want none of your service. service. All right, man. All right. Yeah, Mello, we gotta
5: let you go now. Melo's kinda of flirtation with you this morning. Kinda of jealous. Hello, who's this? Yeah, AMV, this is anonymous. This is anonymous. It's the
2: radio anonymous. You can make up a name, you, you know. You kind
5: made up any name you want, but we'll go real rock with you. What's up? Get it off your chest. Uh- uh, where where are you? You not there? I'm
4: here.
2: You sound like Trav. Hey,
4: hey what's up, Trav? How are you? What's up, Solomon?
2: Pieces, Trav. We know it's you.
8: First, oh my goodness, I'm anonymous.
4: Okay. okay, all right, go. Talk to us anonymous. Go talk to us anonymous.
6: Trav. I have a confession. Go. Uh oh. So I when I used to I was dating I was dating this guy, and I called him about to go to you and he just bought this new and he had bought this new car,
5: and I had messed his car up. Trav, what's wrong with you, man? What kind of I am car not, was it for
7: Trav. What
5: kind of car was it, you Trav? Messed? Wait, what did you do to this car? Okay, you're right. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car was this, sir? You know what? I don't even want to talk about it no more. No, nope, <laughs> no, nope. what kind of car was this? What'd you, you what do, did to you do?
4: The, Yeah, what'd you do to the car, Trav?
5: It's, it's not
6: Trav. Tra- I mean Trav. I anonymous. It was years ago, but I know I know he listening. That is that is one of his confessions. And if, this is like a two thousand and like this is like a while ago. This is like a 2014 and like fourteen hopping.
2: That okay. wasn't that long ago, sir. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was a long seven years ago. You to apologize to him? He
5: said
6: that I apologize. I mean, we, we, we talk now, so I just, I just told him the other day. So now, now he's
5: back remad mad at
4: me. Uh, but he already kind of knew you did it. Why'd you mess up his car? What happened?
5: He was about to cheat on him, he said. He was, I literally called him about to go cheat on me.
4: How do you catch somebody about to cheat? They was in the house. I, or... I
5: went through his phone. I should have just left. I was young and dumb.
2: Okay, well, Anonymous, I'm disgusted yeah. that you was ever that d*** whipped. Okay? <laughs> Out here acting like a bottom. I thought you was a power bad, top.
5: Y'all. <laughs> my tribe,
2: I mean Anonymous.
5: Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
3: Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Bridget. Good Bridget. morning. Good morning. Hey, Bridget. Hey, how are you doing this morning?
2: Blessed Black and Holly Fable. What's happening?
3: I know that's right. So, DJ, you went to
2: HU? Hampton University, yes, the real
5: HU. Good morning.
3: So you know all about the Newport News shipyard. What's going on with Newport News? So I was called a effing n-word by a higher up, and they refused to do anything about it.
5: Really? Well, how would I know about yeah, that? Was I, it on the news? I didn't
3: hear anything about it. No, no. So I've reported it over and over. This happened August the nineteenth. And I did the proper channels to report everything, and they're still not doing nothing about it. So my next step to them is to go to EEOC and to go to Wavy Ten because at this point I'm tired.
5: And as you should, if he called you the N-word, you goddamn right. He
3: he called me a dumbass first, then an mm-hmm. D-I-T-T-H, mm-hmm. and then a Fing no. I'm sorry. Whoa.
2: What you say back? You ain't say nothing back?
3: And when he said the n part, I couldn't say nothing back. I was like, uh uh.
2: I don't understand what be wrong with y'all mouth when somebody call y'all an N-word. You all the n word you do not know how to pronounce cracker?
3: You know what? I I couldn't even say... Like, it caught me off guard. I've Mm. never been called nothing like that. So, to me, I'm a female. Mm -hmm. I've been called plenty of B-words growing up, you know? But that N-word, it caught me off guard.
5: I get it. It happens. Well, I'm sorry for you, Mama. Yeah, but you should take it as high up as you need to to make sure that person's out of there.
3: I done went to the vice president of trade. Mm -hmm. I done contacted the vice president of the company. Nobody's doing
2: nothing. Wow. I mean, it is and
3: Virginia. It the first time. Hey, they, they, it is
2: Virginia. And they like uh, he called you the n-word. Why you ain't say hello back? That's probably what they think. Yeah.
3: Well, two two months prior, he called a hispanical. What? Only thing they do to him is move him around. He's been doing this for years, and people have been covering for him. So I'm trying to bring as much light to the situation as possible. It because like he's, it makes no sense.
5: He should get his ass whooped. That's what it seemed like.
2: And why you don't take it to social media? I mean, that's where we see a lot of these, you know, random acts of racism go viral, and then, you know, something is done. Why you don't say something on social media?
3: I did, and whenever I tagged the fifth yard in it, my post got blocked. So mm. right now, I'm blocked off Facebook for seven days, and in two more days, I'll be back on and going off on my rant.
2: All right, well
5: go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm keep it posted, okay? I'm
2: definitely sending you healing energy, Queen. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Good morning
6: Sylvester, Angela, Andy, Charlamagne. how y'all doing? Please, King,
2: how are you? Get it
6: off your chest. <sighs> Man, I need y'all help. I need y'all help. Um, a brother in my city in California, Norwalk, got shot uh, by the police, Frederick Colbert. And what it was the situation for us that they checked out a gun. Come to find out after the fact, all the brother had was a life and they wow. shot this man, killed him, and uh, nobody's talking about it. And right now in uh in LA we got a rampant uh share of game issue. So like I mean everyone listen to this call right now. Google L A Dance is gonna show you everything that's going on. But I was wondering if like if y'all could help connect some type of resources to them do some way to get this story out because I feel like this would be bigger.
2: Where, where is it at? In Norwalk, California. Okay. Norwalk,
6: California. Yeah. They they said that uh they said he had a gun on them. What's it? What's on, his, his
4: name? name? Is it? Is there a news story on it that we could find?
6: Yeah, Frederick Holder.
4: Frederick Holder. Okay, I'm looking it up now.
6: Yeah. Um. And uh, it's, it's like it's not getting any kind of answers, and they had no body cam put The whole thing, I guess, out of the whole department, it just so happened to be that three of the chairs that were on that scene. Nobody
5: got a body cam. Wow. So, all right. Well, you putting the story out there. Hopefully, people Google it, and we'll definitely look into it as well, brother.
4: Yeah, I see. The, I see the story of it right now.
5: And you should definitely hit Big Boy too on the West Coast because he's more, he's closer on that coast. Hell but, yeah. But, but, but definitely look it up, brother.
4: He was shot and killed on
2: June twenty oh, third.
6: Most thing. Google LAC gang. Appreciate y'all.
4: Ooh, so they didn't even inform the family till a week after the shooting. He's
2: wow. sending you healing energy. And the
4: item was a butane lighter. That's it.
2: Get you know what's crazy, though, man? Think about those last two calls. You got a young lady in Virginia who got called the N-word. That brother right there saying how the police, you know, killed his man. But look, look listen how, how normal they sound as they're having their conversation. Because a lot of times that is our normal. You know what I mean? When you're a black person in this country. That's sad, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way?
4: Yes, Ray J. It looks like he has filed for divorce. This is the third time the couple has filed to end things. We'll tell you what's going on.
5: All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor this is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: All right, well, Ray J has filed for divorce from Princess Love. Yesterday, we were telling you how he's been hospitalized with pneumonia by himself. And they said for two days, doctors were worried that he was dealing with COVID. They even had him in the COVID ward, but he just has pneumonia. So they try to pass things up a couple of times. This is the third time that one of them has filed for divorce. And mm. now he's filing. <sighs> well, I don't know. In the hospital, by himself. I don't know what's going on right now.
5: Well, he couldn't have people there, right? Right. Right, yeah. So it's not like he's by himself because then nobody wanted to see him. He just couldn't have guests. I know,
4: but I oh. don't know what's ha- Like, you know, sometimes you're by yourself. You're going through this, and mm-hmm. it's making you reevaluate things. Who knows what's happening.
2: I send Ray J and Princess Love healing energy. I mean, you know that- They have
4: two beautiful children. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, when you see somebody uh, attempt to get divorced three times, <laughs> Yeah, who knows that? Who knows what this one will go through? Right.
4: All right. Now, Tamar Braxton said that she is planning to return to television, but she's not going to go back to that network that she was on before for Braxton Family Values on WeTV. I miss
9: Braxton Family Values. If I told you Braxton Family Values was coming back, Not on the most foolish network. I can tell you that because the truth is the, the true depiction of a black American family. It's not a bunch of foolishness. And the other
2: part of the truth is, I ain't finna let the devil use me like that for people's entertainment. I didn't watch the Braxton's uh, that much. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of foolishness Braxton on family there, values. Mm. compared to other reality shows. that no, wasn't yeah. as much
5: as, as other shows, but I mean, I, I love the fact, hopefully they can get it together and do it where they executive producer. So they decide what goes on there and what doesn't. A lot of times these networks will, you know, they, they want to put the foolishness because they feel like the foolishness sells, but they don't understand this is somebody's family. And same thing with my family when they try to add foolishness. No, this is, I'm good. I, I'm secure. I, I, I'm, my bread is all right. I, I don't have to do it. You know, I'm not, you're not going to put foolishness there to make my family look crazy. No. Well,
4: TMZ did catch up with her, and here's what she had to say. So here's the thing. I think I've declared war against
10: a network, Right. right. It's sort of, but not really. But the truth is, is like I just
9: wanted you know, my family to be depicted the right way. Right. You know, I feel like the responsibility is mainly on me. So, like as creating a show, I, I want to have full control.
5: There you go.
4: All right, full control makes sense.
9: And since we're
4: talking about TV, let's discuss Ava DuBernay. She has announced two upcoming female-led superhero series. I saw this on Jasmine Brand. And so, the adaptations of Naomi and DMZ. DC fans, are you excited? Oh, none in here? You know, I'm a Marvel guy. I know. <laughs>
5: I have no idea what she's talking about.
4: All right, well, she's. Uh, they said both series are going to stream on HBO Max and air on The CW. She's also directing a film adaptation of DC's New Gods. So it looks like she's really working in tandem with DC for their cinematic universe.
2: Yeah, I mean, Ava's probably the only person who could make me watch a DC DC property.
4: Now, Naomi will be uh, the main character depicted as a black teenage girl in the comics, and they have not announced who the star of that will be, and the DMZ series is a four-part drama that is set in the near future when America is embroiled in civil war. The lead for that will be Rosario Dawson.
2: Mm, I do like DC's villain movies, though. I love the uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker.
4: All right. Well, there's something. Um, Power Book 2 Ghost. Lorenz Tate has been up to a series regular For season 2 So congratulations to him You know he plays New York City Councilman Rashad Tate So he lost the New York race to be governor But he is I guess in this new season Not going to feel sorry for himself And he loves the power that he Had a taste of for a while So we'll see what he's willing to do To sacrifice for his seat at the table So I'm excited for that And Tina Turner, she has reportedly sold uh, part of her music rights to BMG. She got $50 million for that. So she also sold her music rights along with the rights to her image, name, and likeness.
2: I don't know why I felt like that was low for Tina Turner.
4: I don't know if it's the full. It might
2: not be full catalog. Mm. It might be a percentage. Mm -hmm. Mm.
4: And look, $50 million for her to use right now to do whatever it is that she needs to do.
5: I mean... Yeah, she might, she might be investing. Dec- you don't know what she's doing, but it might, it's only a percentage, they said. It's not the it just felt like for Tina Turner's catalog, that was low. I don't know what... I don't it could know be what, 30%. What it it could be 20%. It could be 40 You know, we don't know the percentage. Mm-hmm.
4: All right, and um, Pharrell has said that he is not going to bring back his Something in the Water Festival to Virginia Beach next year. After his cousin was killed in an officer-involved shooting last March, he doesn't feel like that's the right place for it. He wrote a letter... the Virginia Beach City Manager and outlined his reasons for canceling. He's saying the festival helped ease racial tensions, it promoted economic growth for the city, and it unified the area, but he didn't feel like he was getting that love in return. He said, I love my city, but not But for far too long, it has been run by Mm. and with toxic energy. The toxic energy that changed the narrative several times around the homicide of my cousin, Donovan Lynch, a citizen of Virginia, is the same toxic energy that changed the narrative around the mass murder and senseless loss of life at building number two. I wish the same energy I felt from Virginia Beach leadership upon losing the festival would have been similarly channeled following the loss of my relative's life.
5: And that festival brought a lot to the city. It brought a lot of money to the city. It brought a lot of people to the city. It brought people together, like he said. But, you know, I mean, Virginia Beach and, and the whole, you know, that whole area has been dealing with a lot of racism for a long time. So he's absolutely positively right.
4: He said, until the gatekeepers and the powers that be consider the citizens and the consumer base and no longer view the idea of human rights for all as a controversial idea. I don't have any problems with the city, but I realize the city hasn't valued my proposed solutions either.
2: I love that line. That's true. It's like, why, why is human rights for all considered remotely controversial? Like, like, like Black Lives Matter shouldn't be considered remotely controversial if you actually care about human life.
4: All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. Next, what are we talking about?
4: Yes, Texas. They have appealed the district court judge's ruling. They have issued an emergency injunction on the state's restrictive abortion law.
5: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: Our Audible pick of the day is Founding FUBU by Damon John. The trailblazer of hip-hop fashion started his revolutionary clothing line in his mom's house. Hear how he did it in this inspiring memoir. Sign up for a free 30-day Audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's now, happening? Let's get in some front page news. Now, Major League Baseball playoffs, the uh, Dodgers beat the Cardinals last night 3 1. WNBA, the Chicago Sky beat the Sun 79 69. And the Aces beat Mercury 93
2: 76. Dropping the clues bounce for the Las Vegas Aces. I already told y'all, I root for the Aces because of Aja Wilson, baby. South Carolina all day. 803, Metro, what's happening?
5: Now, also in Thursday Night Football, the Seahawks take on the Rams tonight at 8 20 Eastern. What else we got, Yeezy?
4: All right. Well, a federal judge has issued a temporary, just temporary, injunction. And this happened last night. Barring the enforcement of Texas's controversial new abortion law. Under this law, private citizens can sue someone if they reason to believe they provided an illegal abortion or assisted someone in getting it in the state. That means even an Uber driver. And so Texas attorneys said in court they had no clear way of knowing how they would even enforce this injunction as the law is crafted to prevent any state official other than judges from being responsible for enforcement. So uh, they also did deny Texas's request to put a pause on his ruling while the state appealed it. So according to uh, the statement, tonight's ruling is an important step forward toward restoring the constitutional rights of women across the state of Texas. This not only blatantly violates the right to safe and legal abortion established under Roe versus Wade, but it creates a scheme to allow private citizens to interfere with that right and to evade judicial review.
2: Yeah, we got to see how that appeal goes, though. Because, you know, on appeal, the state of Texas <laughs> its Texas, mm-hmm. you know, so they're likely to win that appeal.
4: And they said that it's been really difficult because people have been having to travel hundreds and thousands of miles to go to other places. And it's been putting a strain on other facilities that's near Texas since people haven't been able to uh, get these services provided in Texas. Mm
9: -mm
7: -mm.
4: All right. Now, heartbreaking story here. And Dayton police officers there's body camera footage that shows the interaction between Dayton police officers and a paraplegic man. He would not exit his vehicle, exit his vehicle, he's paraplegic, during a traffic stop, and they did yank him from the car mm. and onto the road. Now, Clifford Owensby is the man who was pulled from his vehicle during this traffic stop, and he told the news that he felt helpless as officers put him on the ground. Here is the beginning of this interaction.
1: What's your name again? Clifford Owensby. Under your seatbelt for me. Uh, you you me? The car, the yeah, I'm no, out of I can't step out the car, sir. What's I'm a, a paraplegic. I got help getting in. Well, I hope you get now. I don't think that's gonna happen, sir. Well, I do, because I'm, I'm I'm asking you, but I'm telling you, so it's not it's can not I, an option. Can I ask you what's the what's the problem? Yeah, the problem is is that because of your history, I you might have a dog. You're free around the car. You have to be out of the car. I do can't that. get out of the okay.
5: vehicle, sir. Yeah. Is that legal because of your history? I can check around this car. Is that legal?
4: I uh,
2: I don't know, but forget all that. The man is a paraplegic, and the I mean, police officer was ignoring of the, the fact that he was a paraplegic. Like I know, police officers get told a lot of different lies, uh, but you know, you gotta believe that person when that person tells you that, right? You can't just assume
5: the I'm person
4: sure is there lying. Was
2: things in the car that told him he was a paraplegic. I'm sure, man. And
4: he was also very polite. It, you
5: know what I mean? It's, oh, I don't know. If it's, somebody says I'm paraplegic,
4: things. I can't get out of the car. He was polite about it. Then you have to find an alternative way to or do whatever oh. it is that you need to do. Now, he does not have use of his legs. He said he was injured during the in- this incident because he was uh, basically yanked from the car onto the road. He was pulled from his vehicle. Here's how things escalated.
0: Can you call your white shirt, please? I, I will.
1: If, if you, if you pull you. me out of here, you better so Here's the better. Thing. I'm going to pull you out, and then I'll call a white shirt because yes. you're getting out of the car. That's not, that's not an option. You're getting out of this car. So you can cooperate and get out of the car or will drag you out of the car. You don't you have to. You see her?
5: I would like for you to call your white shirt. I will when I'm
1: done. Yell the car. Come on, bro. Yell the car. Come bro. Yell the car. It hurts me, bro. the car. the car. What are you doing, bro? That's crazy. the car. Ow! 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 the car. Somebody help!
2: The cop simply didn't believe him, and that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like the cop just simply did not believe that the brother was a paraplegic. And I wonder what, at what point, did the cop realize? Oh shoot, he really is a paraplegic.
4: Now, uh, a bystander did film this from across the street. He also called family members and friends to come and film because he knew it was about to go down. So, he where let was me... that at? Uh, this is in Dayton. Man, I
2: hope that brother get all the money, all the money. Like where? Is... Man,
4: that broke my heart listening to him being yeah, like
2: That's crazy. I mean, the only thing they could do is pay him now. They they definitely not going to issue an apology. Have they even issued an apology yet?
4: Uh, I I mean, listen, I, the Dayton city manager, Shelley Dickstein, issued a statement as in any situation mm, mm, where mm, a city mm, employees actions are in question. We commit to completing a thorough review to ensure <laughs> that we are held accountable to the public. It is our that's goal crazy. to not only meet high, maintain high standards and expectations now, but continuously improve to meet and exceed the future expectations. I know
2: we all got eyes and ears that's and not, we all look like at an the apology. same. Yeah, I know we got eyes and ears and we all looking at the same video and hearing the same thing. But we got a review.
4: Now, the Dayton police said we ask the public to please be patient Man. while all of the facts are gathered so we may have a clear understanding of what occurred and why in order to make informed decisions and continue to improve
2: services. I know you're not wow. supposed to believe, you know, you're only supposed to believe half of what you 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 see and, and none of what you hear. But, I mean, come on. Like we, yeah, that, that was very cut and dry. No, that's crazy. I and look, like, they're the saying this was crazy. part
4: of a drug investigation and a traffic stop, and they said there were no drugs, no firearms in the vehicle, but they did recover $22,450. So? But, so what? He
2: got money was on the him. man paraplegic or not? Right, yeah, that's probably. really All what it comes that. down but to. What, we don't
4: care what happened, what was found. He was not combative.
2: But what I don't
5: understand he is- He told you he was paraplegic. How do you, I, I, this, this is what I'm confused about. Because of my previous record, you pulled me over for nothing and you could just search my car? Because it it didn't say, it just said it was a random stop. Okay, well, you had a previous record so we can search your car. I've never heard of that before. That is crazy. So I served my time. I did what I was supposed to do. I paid my fines, but you could still search my car and go
2: to my record? Yeah, that's crazy, but that's not as crazy as the guy being a paraplegic. It's both crazy. And the cop not believing. Well,
4: I think they had a narcotics uh, canine. And so
2: I don't even care about that because nobody I mean, I mean, yeah, was asking
4: yeah. those questions. I'm just explaining why they may have been. I get it because that's
2: what they're the going to use stop. to try to justify him his treating that sister, brother yeah, like that. But sister, no, but no, he he served his time.
5: Like, was a like, like yesterday, I got I, I got it, pulled mercy. over because he said that uh, there was a lot of cars stolen in you the area. You get pulled over
4: like every day. Yeah, I
5: know, right? He said there was a lot of stolen cars, nice stolen cars in the area. And he wanted to make sure, because it look, I look suspicious. Now, I was wondering, what, what looks... He sus- said you
4: look suspicious? Yeah.
5: I, I was wondering what bed, suspicious bro. about me. You're definitely your big. You bed. look harmless. No, it's the no.
2: drawn-on big. No. It's absolutely no. the drawn-on big.
5: No, no. It's the fact that I was black driving a Ferrari. That's it what it was. It, it ain't no, that. That's the big, bro. Because there was no other reason. There was no other reason. If I was an older white guy, if I was a white guy in a Ferrari, would he have pulled me over? Would it have been suspicious? Or would it have been like, oh, the white people live in this area, so we don't need to pull them over? It, it was just weird. With that
2: yes. F you, man.
4: <laughs> all right, well, that is your front page news.
2: F you, man. Yes. And I believe y'all be having meetings. I, I believe people be seeing you pulled over on the side of the road, and that's your excuse that's all the time. You just Ain't no, You, you get pulled
4: over a lot, though. I'm not going to lie. Every time we have a story, you're like, well, I got pulled you. over this way. <laughs> I
5: got pulled over yesterday. I got pulled over two days ago. I get pulled over all the time. Same thing, uh, license registration. All right. And I never get a ticket because I'm never doing any, anything wrong.
4: So you never ran a stop sign? No, nah, like I never nothing. did nothing.
5: Nothing. Nothing wrong at all. It's- Nothing wrong at all. It ain't the car's
2: pay job. It's your bid. Yo, shut up, It's your up, bid pay
5: job. Yo, shut up. All right. Now, when we come back, we have some special guests joining us. We have Tracy Jade mm-hmm. and Taraji P. Henson. Now, uh, their show is back. Peace of mind with Taraji on Facebook. Watch. So we're October 11th, it starts back. We're going to talk to them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God, we are The Breakfast Club, we got some special guests on the line. Yes, indeed. We have Taraji P. Henson and the birthday girl,
11: Tracy J. <laughs> hey, happy hey. birthday, queen hey. Tracy. Hey.
5: What are you doing for your birthday, first and foremost, because the pandemic is, is pretty much a little over, so you can go outside
9: now. So what are you doing for your birthday? I'm happy with the staying inside part. Okay. Yeah, I, don't
10: know that over. I got that. I got that. I got I'm that. I'm happy with we got it? No one's staying inside.
2: Yeah, Tracy, you got to go somewhere with that hair looking looking as good as it does right Come now.
9: Come on, right? Oh, <laughs> you notice something? <laughs> I was like, you're here to have been getting so many compliments. That's the look right there. I think we may have found something for the moment. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> you're
10: going to keep it for about two weeks, and then it'll be something else
9: <laughs> over
2: oh. it. How, how are y'all, though? How are the both of y'all?
10: Great.
9: Good. Good. How are you guys doing? Shaw, I see you with the mental health, uh, mental wealth mm-hmm. piece coming on up. I'm excited to talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, this Sunday, uh, World Mental Health Day. We're doing it at the Marriott Marquis Times Square from 11 to 4. A day of mental health education and healing. Tracy yeah, will be speaking yeah. on the black woman's panel. We happy to have you, Tracy. Thank you very much.
10: And Bless congrats you. on the show.
2: Thank you, Queen. Appreciate yes. it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. And, and y'all coming back on Monday, October 11th with peace of mind.
10: Yes, yes. We got to continue right. helping us all heal, you know. For people that don't know effort. about it,
2: break
5: down what it what it is, and so people will understand.
10: Um, peace of mind is a talk show where uh, we address different issues dealing with mental health where we will interview a celebrity because, you know, fans think that just because we are celebrities and we have money, somehow all of our problems go away. So we show them that, yes, everyone is struggling. You are not alone, even celebrities. (laughs) Then we interview a regular person, everyday civilian, um, who is suffering with the same maybe mental condition, whether it's social anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's ADHD. Um, we all have something, right? And so um, then we have the third segment of the show is where we bring a professional in, a psychiatrist, a clinician, a uh, therapist to help us understand the topic we're talking about, to give us tools um, to know yeah. what to do when we are feeling the way or those who may be suffering or can identify with the subject matter that we're dealing with. So it's an educational show. It's a show where we laugh, we cry. And we're also trying to show that actually this is what a therapy session looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, you in a safe space. You talk about the things that are bugging you or that are keeping you down. And you have a professional there to help guide you through it. And you laugh, you cry, and it's really not as
4: scary as you think.
7: <laughs> Absolutely. I see some
4: fascinating guests that you guys have on. I saw the trailer for the new season and I was just in my head trying to figure out like Chloe Bailey. I can imagine it's tough for her. You know, her and her sister have separated their Instagram pages. She's put out some amazing music and videos, but then at the same time, all these people are coming at her now because they're still picturing what she was like when she was younger. And so I know things like that have to be difficult. And sometimes people don't look at artists as human beings that have feelings
10: too. That part. And yeah. I think that's another aspect of the show where they get to see some of their favorites be human. Cause that's mm-hmm. who we are at the end of the day. You just, millions just happen to get to see us go to work and see what we do. But at the end of the day, we have feelings. <laughs> it's a real person behind all of the
9: flashing lights. Mm-hmm. How, how
2: therapeutic yeah. has the show been for you, you both?
9: For us, it's, it's like we're going to therapy every day. Mm-hmm. So it's been, such a gift in that way where i don't have to go to my therapist as often as i used to because uh you know the show has sort of filled in that space for me so to be able to talk about your own personal challenges connect with others there who might have the same challenges with you and then have somebody there to stop all of our bantering back and forth and say okay that's nice i hear you you want to help each other but here are the tools you need Mm -hmm. um and you know Taraji and I've been going through this for 38 years, mm-hmm. having these conversations. And sometimes we're <laughs> what we have to say is helpful to see each other, and sometimes it might not be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to be able to step back and say, "You my boo," and we got each other. But let me go over here and talk to you know. Right. She, she's mm-hmm. she's gonna have a more objective point of view.
4: I think it's, so so it's been really good. I think it's also important right now in particular for people to have empathy towards others because everyone is going through so much, and we have no idea what's happening in other people's lives. And sometimes you just have to step, step back and take it out of, okay, this isn't something personal against me. This person might be going through something on their own. And so I do feel like things like this are really helpful because I've seen people just not acting like themselves and you have to uh, not take it personally at times and be like, okay, let me be a little bit empathetic and see what's happening in this person's life. So is that something you've had to do with yeah. people around you? As you
10: get delve into these different episodes, everyone can identify with someone that has the same um characteristics of someone that might be suffering with the subject matter we deal with like ADHD or whatever, or social anxiety. Someone might be, oh, that's why Bob doesn't ever go out. I understand. See, and so the more we understand human and human nature, the more empathy we, we develop, right? Um, when you can understand someone acting out in traffic, you know, or cutting you off Stop making everything about you. Maybe that person just found out somebody died in their family and they're just not there. But mm-hmm. you know, until you deal with what is going on inside of you and your traumas You're always going to be ready to pop off and you won't have space for grace because you're not giving yourself any grace. (laughs) You know, I was going to ask, how
5: difficult is it to get uh, some of these uh, people that you have that you're interviewing to open up? Is it very difficult? Because a lot of times some of these people never spoke to a therapist before. So you guys might be the first time that they're really opening up. So is that difficult?
10: Uh, No, we have a lot of guests come on and they talk about how comfortable they feel because Mm -hmm. We are both in therapy, we're not professionals, but we understand us, we understand our culture, we understand our people. And we know in order for any black person to open up to anybody, they have to feel safe and they have to know who they talking to is real. It's not like you're not fake, you don't have no other objective. We're not a show where we're baiting for numbers. We don't push people to tears or things like, everything on our show pretty much happens organically we Mm -hmm. of course set the questions up we make them feel very safe and they just open up because we're opening up Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah Mm
5: -hmm. all right we got more with tracy jade and taraji p henson when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's DJ envy angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club we're still kicking it with tracy jade and taraji p henson we're talking mental health this morning Now, I was just wondering, with everything going on in the world, is there ever a fear that people are using mental health as an excuse? Because they can say, hey, I wasn't mentally right, meaning they just lied. Or I wasn't mentally in my right place, meaning they just, you know, just wanted to do something. Are y'all ever nervous about that at all?
10: I'm not, because people have been trying to do that forever. People Mm. try to uh, beat murder cases. I was crazy. I lost my mind for a split second, you know. So, again, um, you can see through that. They're professionals. That's why they have these therapists, um, and psychiatrists who who will evaluate
9: people to see if they're telling the truth.
4: (laughs) Now, another aspect-
9: Less less of that too, because people will be educated now. So we know what we're looking at. You can't just run a game on people the way you used to, because now people are like, ah, ADHD, I thought that was, you know, these symptoms, or bipolar, I I thought that was that. So it's not so easy to just throw these terms around and have people believe whatever you say about it. And, and see, before oh. we didn't talk about it as much, you could because exactly. nobody knew. They were
10: like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> and that, that's what I was going to ask y'all. Don't y'all think because so many people are having the conversation about their different mental health issues now, that is creating more safe spaces for more people to talk and have these conversations and admit that there's something wrong? Oh,
10: absolutely. I'm seeing more people come to the forefront and, and share. Um, and And I think it's because finally they don't feel alone. It's not a big Mm -hmm. secret anymore. It's not a anything to be ashamed of because again, your brain operates and functions your entire body. So to neglect it is neglecting everything
4: else. Now, when it comes to something topical, we were discussing this, right? How social media has been affecting people. I'm sure you guys have been watching what's been happening in the news. How often would you say social media comes up in these conversations?
10: A lot, it's a way of life now. People were so thrown and shook because Instagram was shut down. I forgot it was back up. I kind of liked it. I yeah, was like, oh, it ain't working. Okay. It right. gave me a reason to, to click off. You know, yeah. I didn't mind it. But again, you know, I wasn't raised on it. It's not in my DNA. It's something I had to learn because of what I do for a living, you know, mm-hmm. because I know when I'm on it too much, it affects me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grown woman, mm-hmm. grown <laughs> woman. (laughs) What are some
4: things you would advise? What are some things you would advise the younger generation then when it comes to making sure that they stay mentally strong when it comes to social media? Go for
10: a walk and put the phone down sometimes like put that in your schedule like for this hour, give yourself time, put yourself on the schedule like I'm going to do social media for this amount of time this day and stick to it, hold yourself to it. Um, go for I, it I read also, a book I, read a book instead of scrolling i don't know yeah,
9: good <laughs> <luck with that. sighs> Lord help us with that part but I, I would also say that you know if we're honest the kids are not just gonna hop off social media. no news, they're not you know, whatever it's an addiction at this point so if we can flip it and have them be addicted to the good piece of this right and ask themselves the question every time you scroll past something that is feels bad in your body like it makes you feel sad or, or want you know angry or whatever um self-critical ask yourself what else could be true Ooh. you know so Ooh. you see that terrible thing <clears throat> and stop one moment and ask yourself what else could be true i could be beautiful you know i could be uh intelligent i could be strong i could be powerful as opposed to you know, all of those terrible ads that they're running and all this terrible violence that they see, what else could be true? I see a community that's going to thrive. I see a community that's going to be, let me go do my part. Mm -hmm. So I just, just give them some tools to, to move out of those spaces that, that locks them in, you know? Or I would say if you, if something triggers, you put the phone down, Mm
10: -hmm. don't abuse yourself look we can spin and spin on this it's a monster that is out of our control that's right
2: (laughs) and we're all in (laughs) we're we're all in uh verbally abusive relationships with our smartphones at this point
10: i mean i mean you know because i could be having a great day and i know better again i'm grown grown right i know better than to read the comments but, just, but I still know. I do it sometimes. You know what I mean? I'll go. Ugh, this part of me just wants. to But so that's
9: like addiction. You know, it's you definitely know an addiction. Or whatever, but you right. do it. You're addicted. Right. So it's working <laughs> with the addiction part, the behavior. Shut mm-hmm. up, Jar. What you laughing at? <laughs>
2: no, it's true though, because it's like we all like we're all in verbally abusive relationships with our smartphones. Like we know it's a lot of negativity there, but we cannot help but go no, go and indulge in it. It's 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 wild.
9: Yeah, we got to get to the behavior part. We know, right? We got to get to what is leading us to having to pick up the damn phone and see the thing, say something horrible to mm-hmm. me today. What's leading me to that? There's something in there. It's just human nature. You okay. wait, you're all,
10: as humans, we are so jaded that we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Always, okay. always. That's okay. how we move through life, especially Black people. <laughs>
2: I, I, I wanted to ask you, Tracy, because you know, you've know you been watching your sister Taraji go through it as a star for years, and you know the BS that comes with with fame. So how has it been giving up some of your peace by being in front of the camera?
9: I don't think that I have... I'm so happy that I got to therapy before, you know, all this happened, right? Because I understand what, you know, smoke and mirrors look like. Mm-hmm. I understand what's real and what ain't. I know the camera shuts off at, you know, five o'clock, and I got to go back to my life um, as it was i never leave my life mm. I, i'm i'm constantly practicing to be in the present Shar, and you know about that because if i get too far ahead i'm thinking about all the horrible things that can happen or i'm behind the thought all the things that happened five minutes ago that were horrible so my present is so effed up i just try to stay in gratitude mm-hmm. you know All that other fame and blah, 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 that never, ever meant anything to me, especially watching my BFF go through this Mm -hmm. last 25 years of it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Are we there? I could give a about fame.
10: (laughs) Oh, it's early in the morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now when it comes to- That was so visceral, that just flew out of my- I I
2: didn't even have a
10: chance to catch it.
2: But you but you super famous though, Taraji. So how do you still stay grounded? I know, but
10: I don't work for that. I don't mm. that's not what I work for. I don't work to be famous. That's empty to me. Mm-hmm. Um, God has given me the mic. I know so many talented people that are not in this position. So I'm very clear on why I was chosen. I'm very I understand the assignment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't work for trophies, I don't work for accolades, I work because I'm an artist in my core so you know i'm looking for um, material that's going to challenge me and change me and transform me because in my transformation the audience or somebody out there will be transformed you know Mm -hmm. i'm an artist so i don't i don't work i'm you talking to a a kid i was a kid man tracy doing i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) doing theater doing street theater theater out in the street you know That's what we would do because that's how committed I am to this thing called acting, this craft. I love it, it's in my DNA. So I don't work that thing, that fame thing gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's the part that will keep me in my house for three days because Mm -hmm. I just want to go get bananas. I don't want to be judged because I didn't have this on and I didn't. I'm just buying bananas. I'm just trying to go get groceries for my (laughs) school. But I'm going to be judged on my appearance. You know, it's so much. So, yeah, that part is not what I do this for.
5: All right, we got more with Tracy, Jade, and Taraji P. Henson. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tracy, Jade, and Taraji P. Henson. Now, Yee.
4: Now, when it comes mm-hmm. to resources, you guys also do point people in the right direction, right? As far as... Oh,
10: Yes, absolutely. We always on the show have a segment and we say if you're struggling, please go to the org foundation to get help. We have therapists, clinicians, the psychiatrists on set in case someone goes too far and they need help right yeah. away for us, you know, for anybody that gets triggered, because a lot of times the crew get triggered by the subject matter yeah. we're
9: dealing with. And so know. do we. You know, we'll, we'll get right in the middle of a conversation and be like, uh oh, I feel the thing. It's rising. I'm sweating like a, well, that could be menopause too, <laughs> but I feel the anxiety happening, you know, and we just have to, we go with it because we have the tools. But I imagine people at home who don't know what the hell to do once they hear or see something. So we definitely need to direct them to the sources, uh, Boris L. Henson Foundation.org. And there's mm-hmm. so many other amazing organizations out there. Black therapy um, for girls, for men. So yeah, jump in there, do your research and get help. It's okay.
2: And y'all have the okay. uh, the free virtual therapy program too through the Boys P. Hinton Foundation, right?
9: Yes. We- and
10: we're also giving out scholarships to um, children of color seeking to, um, you know, study in the field of mental health. So, cause we need more of us.
5: How can people there. get more information about that? Do you have the site?
9: Yes, yeah. Tracy, take it away. Boris L. Foundation.org. You go on, you'll you click on resources. Um, it's really easy to navigate. If you need a therapist, click on free therapy or our directory, and you can get some culturally competent therapists, because we know we need that much. zone. Um, and uh, you know, we're, we're here for you. We get it. We get that, that folks need the support. So we're, we're offering that, take advantage of it. Now, when we're
4: talking about this new season of Peace of Mind, right? Were there some moments that you guys were like, shocked by as well? Because I'm sure, like you said, people are comfortable. They're coming in there knowing you're not trying to get an aha moment, but you have some amazing guests this season. So were there are times that you were like, I can't believe this is happening?
10: G Herbo sticks out in my mind. Um, that young man i mean please watch this show watch his episode i hope so many young brothers watch that episode yeah. because I, i'll never forget this my son you know loves rap music of course and when he started get really getting into it but he was listening to the rappers coming out of chicago and i told you her about that just listening to his experience growing up around all that violence and um he said mom you know those the, the rappers in Chicago rap from a different sphere. Like I feel their pain. I I'd be pumped, I'd be i be pounding my chest because I can feel their pain. He said, and the sad part about it is that they're they're really superstars, but because of what they've been going through, they'll probably never reach that success because of their environment. And this kid had never been to Chicago at this point. I wasn't shooting, filming Cookie. This is what he felt through the music, through the messages. And then when I really sat down and got to know G. Herbo, I understood exactly what my son meant by that. Thank God G. Herbo made it out. But he talks about yeah. all the people. He said he could name what, Tracy, about 100 of his colleagues that he know that has died.
9: Yeah. it It's troubling because his story is... The norm mm-hmm. for our kids. That's part. So I'm watching New York right now. The way they had the 21 kids under 18 who died by gun violence
2: yeah.
9: um, in Brooklyn and and all over. And that's that blueprint is traveling through every one of our cities right now. And yeah. it's scary as hell because and they going, don't care. I heard G. herbo said
10: out of his mouth, he did. He, it was the point of his like he didn't care if he lived or died. You're talking about children who have their whole lives to look forward to not giving a shit about anything.
2: I love G Herbo because he's 25 years old, man. And I wish that mm-hmm. I had the tools and the resources and the information in yes. regard to the mental health at that at that young age. So I, I, I love the fact that he's so vocal about what he goes through.
10: I love it too. I mean, I just, I have a, such a respect for that young man. Like mm-hmm. that to me was my most special episode. Cause I just, I have a love for black men just so deep because I just understand our our struggles as a people and what is put upon the black man and what you got to always got to be strong and this and that and the third and because I have a son, I'm a mother, you know, and just I saw so many men in my life that I love in this young man, my father, my son, all the men I love, I chose to love. I just, yeah, that episode is so important. He's so important.
9: Yeah. And I think if we all, you know, those of us who are in a position to, if we all just took one young man, you see them walking down to the corner store, you see them not, you know, showing up places to the job interview, whatever, if we could all just take one, and I know that sounds really like, I don't know, you know, uh, uh, a thought that is impossible. Like, I don't have time or I'm scared or whatever it is, but I... You know, I am looking in the eyes right now of a young man that I love so deeply. And he's in the middle of this stuff. And he may be watching right now or, or not. But I love him so deeply. I'm willing to do anything to offer him just a moment of an opportunity. I don't know what he's missing. I don't know what his heart. He just lost his best friend. His best friend was murdered three nights ago Hmm. Mm. and I know he's suffering Mm. he's young he's he's a teenager and I'm, I'm I can't give up on him he's out in the streets he's confused the goddamn weed is going crazy you know what it is they get hooked all that crazy stuff but I will not. This weed give up. is
10: something different.
9: This weed ain't man. This weed ain't
10: no herb. Man. This ain't no herb. It ain't from the. Oh, this earth. ain't no reaper. Yeah, it ain't from this the. This ain't earth. no reaper. Reaper. <laughs> I don't know what they doing with this, shit,
9: but know. it ain't right. It's messing, it's messing our babies up, man. Pay attention to the weed. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling us you guys have to rap because. you're Don't even
10: smell to say, we, you know what? We need to change the narrative. We are the seeds, we are the sticks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Taraji said she wanted organics you don't no. want that GMO
9: stuff <laughs> no we need seeds we need seeds and sticks I'm a car snoop Taraji <laughs> be, be appreciate you for joining us Tracy Jade, thank you so
3: hey,
5: much make sure y'all watch we'll you Sunday.
2: make sure y'all go to Facebook watch and check out peace of mind on Monday October 11th and check Tracy Jade out at the Mental Wealth Expo this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Mary you Marquee in Times Square is free and open to the public. All righty. Well, it's the
5: Breakfast yeah. Club Good Thank morning, you
2: Thank you, you, Thank you Taraji. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Tracy. You. Love, love,
10: y'all love
2: you so much, guys. Morning, everybody. It's DJ
5: Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Dave Chappelle. It's
1: time, time, time. She's spilling the tea.
5: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee
1: on the Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Dave Chappelle's latest special on Netflix, The Closer, has caused a lot of controversy. I'm pretty sure he knew that it would. And the National Black Justice Coalition is calling on Netflix to remove the special from the streaming service. Now, immediately after its release... We've been hearing all kinds of things and people weighing in. Some people thought it was absolutely hilarious. Some people had issues with things that Dave said. Dave said now glad posted Dave Chappelle's brand has become synonymous with ridiculing trans people and other marginalized communities. Negative reviews and viewers loudly condemning his latest special is a message to the industry that audiences don't support platforming anti LGBTQ diatribes. We agree.
2: Netflix will probably put out some numbers that'll show otherwise.
4: All right, now here is one of the jokes that they're upset about, and this has to do with J.K. Rowling, who is the Harry Potter author, who claimed that trans women pose a threat to those who were assigned female at birth. To be specific, she posted, If sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. And that's one of the things that she said uh, that got her canceled.
2: That sounds more complicated than anything she's ever wrote. It was
4: very complicated.
2: (laughs) And she wrote Harry I mean, she goes on
4: to, to, there's a lot more to it. And you have to go back and look at all the tweets that she posted that caused the controversy. But here's what Dave Chappelle had to say in the closer.
8: Canceled J.K. Rowling. And they canceled her because she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectually, she said gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad as They started calling her a turf." stands for trans-exclusionary radical feminists. This is a real thing. This is a group of women that hate transgender. They don't hate transgender women, but they look at trans women the way we Blacks might look at blackface. It offends them. Like, ooh, this bitch is doing an impression of me. I'm team turf. I agree. Gender is a fact. Every human being on Earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on Earth. I am not saying that to say that trans women aren't women. I am just saying that those that they got. I'm not saying it's not but that's like beyond impossible. You know what I mean?
4: And then, by the way, this is all heavily edited for time on our show. It's a good
2: joke. It's a good joke. It's a good okay.
4: joke. And then the other thing that people had backlash about was his joke about the
8: baby. The baby was the number 1 streaming artist until about a couple weeks ago. Uh, now, you know, I go hard in the paint, but even I saw that was like, God damn the baby. Ooh, he pushed the button, didn't he? Punched the LBGTQ community right in the eights. But, you know, a lot of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a nigga and killed him in Walmart. Nothing bad happened to his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? In our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. I told
2: y'all earlier this week that was out of context, though. Like, the baby killed somebody in self-defense. His charges would drop because of the self-defense. It was on camera in Walmart, if I remember the story correctly. He was with his daughter, and some guys tried to run down on him, and they had weapons Mm -hmm. from the reports I read, so he defended himself. And all the charges would drop. Dave's larger point point is valid. Yeah, I think
4: that that wasn't the point of it. The point of it was that... This is okay for your career, and whatever the reason is, the charges were dropped, right? But then you say something; it didn't necessarily.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen. The, the larger point was valid, but the baby's self-defense case was not a valid example.
5: Yeah, Dave, Dave Chappelle's a comedian, though. I mean, I, I don't think. Sure, he's a be comedian. But guess what? With if, Dave Chappelle.
2: Yes, sure, he's a comedian. But guess what? If you're one of these people who don't really know the baby and you already thought the baby was a monster, now you think he's an even bigger monster because he just randomly killed some person in Walmart. No, that's not how that went down. It was self-defense.
4: Okay, so anyway, they are asking for this to be um, taken off of, of of Netflix, The Closer. Why well, would
2: Netflix do that now? That's not going to happen. <laughs> like this, is, like this is Dave's, what, what six specials? I think
4: that people are already aware of, of Dave Chappelle's jokes. And by the way, I noticed people didn't focus on what he had to say about Daphne, and that's how he ended The Closer. I don't know if y'all watched it yet, but Mm-mm. Daphne was a trans woman who's a comedian who he befriended and who was supportive of him, and she was shunned from... The, com- the LGBTQ community because of her support for Dave Chappelle. Mm. He actually let her perform on stage. And it's very interesting how he tells the story. But what he was saying is she was shunned and ended up, uh, you know, taking her own life because of being shunned from her own community.
9: Mm-hmm. So
4: it is important for people to be able to have these discussions. If anything, if you don't agree with Dave Chappelle, at least what he's saying I mean, he's a comedian. And,
2: by the way, there's other things on that special you could really be outraged about. (laughs) I mean, I'm not, you know. (laughs) I don't think they watched it. (laughs) There's some other things they could really be outraged about.
4: Okay. Dave Chappelle's a comedian at the the, end of the day. He pushes the the, limit. He's more than a comedian.
2: He's a comedian, and he's one of the the biggest voices we got out here. He, I mean, if if, if, if you don't, don't like, him, like it, just don't it listen. Well, you know, the same,
5: if you don't like it, turn it off. That's like, it.
2: I don't know what we hope to accomplish with any of this. I don't know either.
4: Like, what can you do? He's buying his own comedy club. He... Got it. Yeah, you're so not going to like, silence gonna him. Do? <laughs>
2: Netflix is not taking his special down. Netflix, they, the, the last special caused the controversy. Netflix didn't take it And by the know. way,
4: let's be clear. I'm sure Dave is smart enough and quite aware to know that this is going to cause controversy. He, but Dave don't he care. He's going to cancel me after this one.
2: <laughs> and here's the other thing. Dave is not trying to be malicious. His mm-hmm. mm-hmm. intention is to be funny. funny. Yeah, absolutely. And it is funny. It is. <laughs> okay.
4: All right, well that is your rumor reports.
5: Alright, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne.
2: Yes. We you giving your donkey to? Uh four after the hour, man. We really need to have a conversation about how misinformation can really lead to people getting hurt. Uh we'll talk about it.
5: All right. Yes, that's we'll next is the Breakfast it. Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club.
1: Your mornings will never be the same.
4: Angela here. Don't you wish everything was as easy as getting quality coverage from the General Insurance? The General offers the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Switch to the General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
3: You get, a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get a date. You get donkey a a a dumb
1: ass. Dumb You dumb ass.
3: are a donkey. It's time <laughs>
1: for Donkey of the Day.
7: Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want
5: this man
0: to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlamagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had
3: to make a judgment <laughs> of who was gonna be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches.
0: Who's Donkey of the Day today?
2: Well, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, October 7th goes to a brother from Maryland named Jeffrey Burnham. Uh, his brother clearly was in some pain. Uh, Clearly probably still in pain. Clearly he had a A lot of unhealed trauma that he never chose to deal with. Maybe he was dealing with it, and it ultimately got the best of him. I don't know. I'm not a therapist or psychiatrist. I'm not here to diagnose people. I just don't like chalking things like this up to people just being evil. Okay? Uh, Some folks are just troubled, you know, And, and it's a root cause to everything someone does. Well, at least that's what I tell myself, especially when I'm attempting to make sense of something senseless. Now, Jeffrey Burnham is accused of killing three people. Uh, those three people were his brother, his brother's wife, and his mother's friend. Sending condolences and healing energy to the family of Brian and Kelly uh, Robinette and Rebecca Reynolds. Rebecca was 83 years old. Imagine living to be 83 and then getting tragically murdered by your friend's son, who I'm sure you watch grow up, okay? Jeffrey is 49, by the way, so I know OG Rebecca saw him grow up. Now, I don't know what the motive was for killing uh, Rebecca, but there is a motive for the killings of his brother. Brian and his wife Kelly. I don't think y'all are ready for the reason I really don't. But let's go to WBAL NBC 11 for the report,
3: please. Police charging documents allege Jeffrey Burnham murdered his brother Brian Robinette, a pharmacist, because he believed he was killing people with the COVID 19 vaccine. Investigators based the motive on statements Burnham made to his mother one day before the murder. Jeffrey stated to Evelyn, his mom, that he wanted to confront Brian about the government poisoning people with COVID vaccines and that he repeatedly stated, Brian knows something. Court papers show Brian and his wife Kelly were shot multiple times by a 40 caliber handgun. Investigators say Burnham then stole his brother's red Corvette and stopped at an unidentified person's home seeking gas. Police describe the person as a tipster. Brian and Kelly Robinette leave behind two grown children. A GoFundMe page Hmm. has been set up to help them. So far, it's raised more than (sighs) $75,000.
2: This is why information, misinformation, disinformation is dangerous. This is why social media is not just social media. This is why YouTube is not just YouTube. I don't know where Jeffrey was getting his, you know, information in regards to the vaccine, but I would be pretty safe in placing a bet on the Internet for 500, Alex. Okay, I know that there is a clear divide and debate between the vaxxed and unvaxxed and people, you know, uh, pro-vaxxers and anti-vaxxers, but come on, man. This is nuts. Okay, your brother was a pharmacist. All right, you know how many vaccines and drugs he administered to people over the years? I don't even know how long he was a pharmacist. I just know that pharmacists literally, you know, distribute prescription drugs to individuals. Okay, they also give advice to patients and other health professionals on how to take medication, what doses to take, and potential side effects. I'm saying all that to say, if there's one person who is not taking the administering of any drugs personal, it's a pharmacist. They're just simply doing their job, okay? Hepatitis A, hepatitis B, mumps, measles, pneumonia polio chicken pox flu whatever the vaccine is you know that brian was giving out he was simply doing his job okay jeffrey never once thought about all the other vaccines his brother had been administering over the years but because we live in an era where everyone is a scientist and all these folks who attend youtube university youtube you okay they know so much about the vaccine and they are going around saying the vaccine is killing people this brother jeffrey who is probably already disturbed And dealing with some type of mental illness, heard that and thought his brother was out here killing folks simply because he's a pharmacist who was giving out the COVID vaccine. So he decided to kill his brother and his wife. I wonder if he ever thought about shooting up a fast food restaurant. Never thought about shooting up someone who sold cigarettes. I'm just saying, okay, there's a lot of things out here poisoning us. Why just the COVID vaccine? and your brother who was a pharmacist who was just doing his job, it's because COVID is the trending topic of the moment. That's it, that's it. Thank God Jeffrey didn't know anybody in the tobacco industry, okay? Please give Jeffrey Burnham the biggest hee <coughs> Jesus, Jesus Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. All right. Lord have mercy. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes indeed.
5: All right. Up next, mm. ask. By e. the way, by
2: the way, what? misinformation is a virus unto itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's a vaccine for it. Because nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And when you believe what you believe in this era, there is always something or somebody you can look at that will reinforce whatever it is you believe, even if what you believe is some BS. All right.
5: Ask ye. 800 585 1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, what,
1: what, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask ye. 800 585 1051. The Breakfast Club. Come on, Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. Good
5: morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning, y'all. It's Cam calling
7: from New Jersey.
5: What's up, bro? What's your question for Yee?
7: Good morning, Yee. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, King. Good morning, Red. Good morning, Ed, Dan. Uh, Yee, so my question is... I'm pretty sure y'all aware that prices for renting apartments have gone skyrocket high, right? hmm So basically, like, a one-bedroom now is 1500 Me and my ex have been dealing with each other for eight years, Okay. and I'm coming back from Atlanta because I told you I was down there for the DJ Heavy Car Show, and mm-hmm. I stayed down there to promote. So I'm wondering, do you think it's a good idea for us to move in and try to work out again just because... We make like $20 an hour, but eat. But like, it's hard to find a place where we can pay rent and be able to still do other things we want to do.
4: Okay, so you want to move in with your ex and then try to work it out instead of the other way no, around? I mean, we
7: have already. We already been like talking and working it out. We just haven't been living together.
4: Okay. I mean, look, I can't tell you when to move in with somebody, but don't move in just for financial reasons. Move in because you feel like this is going somewhere. And this is who you want to be with because there is nothing worse than when you're moving with somebody and realize it was a mistake and don't want to come
7: home. Yeah, that makes sense, too.
4: So, it, so if it take the finances out of it, is this somebody you want to live with?
7: I mean, out of everybody i dealt with in my recent experience. I'm not yeah, saying I mean,
4: out of everybody you dealt with, this is the best. No. Is this somebody you want to live with?
7: Like, can I live with them? Or do no, I with them?
4: not can you. Do you want to? Because you have options. You don't have to. Do you want to? You could always get a roommate or two, but I'm asking you: Is this somebody you want to live with? Forget the finances. Forget out of the people I've dealt with. And th- no, I'm talking about: Is this somebody you see yourself with that you want to be with?
7: Yes, I do see myself with her. But you know how that is: of when you stay living together, then you go to the next step of marriage. Like it's just that next step, because you know after you move in, the next thing is potentially marriage.
4: It sounds to me like you're very uncertain. And I just want to say, if you're uncertain about it, don't do it.
7: I'm not uncertain. It's just, it's just something that's new. Like, have you ever lived with your ex before?
4: Yes, I have. It was a nightmare.
7: Oh, damn.
4: But I'm not saying it can't work, you know. I'm just saying, when I ask you that, because you can't predict what's going to happen, when I asked you, is it somebody that you want to live with? You couldn't just say Yes. You have all kinds of other things to say. Well, you know, out of the people I dealt with, that this is the most, well, you know, rent is really high, and, you know, I only make this much, and she make... Like, you have every other reason. The reason is not because this is who I want to be with.
7: I understand what you're saying. But I also don't want to have a roommate because I don't believe two grown men should live together, honestly
4: that is the silliest thing I ever heard because what it is right now is I also don't believe that I should be living with somebody solely for the purpose of well, you know, we do get along and we have sex with each other sometimes and rent is really high. That's a bad reason. I'd rather you have a male grown roommate than somebody that you come home and y'all are arguing and you regret that you did it and now y'all got to figure out who's going to terminate the lease and move out and find a roommate.
7: Oh no, it's not like arguing or anything like that. It's just that we haven't lived together, and we've been in a uh, we've been relationship. We stopped talking because I was focused on my business, trying to build it because I'm an entrepreneur. And that's really my main focus. So I've traveled this recent summer. I've been traveling through the whole East Coast, like trying to call mm-hmm. my friend. So now I'm coming back up to the Tri-State area, and it just seems like it would make sense that we've been dealing with each other for so long. It's not like we're arguing I have a problem. It's just like, That big step of when you are together on the lease, and then you know finances are going to be together. It's just something that is new to me, so that's why I'm asking.
4: Well, I just want to say having a grown male roommate is not a big deal, especially you said you're an entrepreneur. It's actually a smart decision if you're trying to save money. And do what it is that you got to do. But if you want to live with her because you really love her and care about her and see it going further, then do it. If that's not the reason and it's just because, well, you know, I don't want to live with a, a roommate and I want to save money, that's not a good reason.
7: All right, so maybe I, re- I should have rephrased it. I, I do, I don't understand, I'm in love with her, but I do love her and we <laughs> do get along. But that was my main concern. Like when you do live together, you know, this. finances. Come together, and you're basically like an agreement. So you're
4: willing to not date anybody else and just her. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I can't tell you what to do in this particular situation. I just want you to weigh out your options. What you should do is write down the list of pros and cons in the situation and really think about it.
7: All right, that's good advice. You no. mind if I plug my brand? Maybe Go I ahead. Don't need a roommate. All right, everybody. My brand is called the Hustlers Culture. You can find us on Instagram. That's the. Hustlers with an S culture. Basically, we're branding what it means to be an entrepreneur, whether you're a single parent, entrepreneur, student athlete. Shacking or up. Any,
4: <laughs> or shacking up. No, I'm kidding.
7: <laughs> nah,
11: <I tell> you. <laughs> or a radio
7: host. Anybody that has a dream of bettering themselves and becoming a boss, this is what the brand is. Just branding what it means to be an entrepreneur. All
4: right, gang.
7: the official brand of a hustler.
4: All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. And listen, don't be thinking about what other people think about living with another adult male. No, as an entrepreneur, you also gotta know there's certain sacrifices you make for the greater good, and it's temporary. So don't even think like that.
7: I appreciate it. Yeah, can I send y'all some stuff?
4: Go ahead.
5: Hold on. And thank you for coming well, by the show too, man. All right, every. All right. Ask ye 800 585 1051 If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>
1: Here's real, real, some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Julia. Hey, Julia. What's your question for Yee? Hi,
11: Yee. Good hey, morning. Um, I was I'm trying to get some advice about, I think in the past, you mentioned having a stalker. Yeah, I've had a couple, but... Um... Okay, so, yeah, I have a, I have a stalker situation. We actually share a child. Our child is two Ooh. years old, so it's okay. kind of complicated, but obviously I'm like, I've never dealt with a situation like this, and, it, and it's really scary, so... So talk to me about what's happening. So he kind of always, like, tracked me and did weird stuff while we were together, but while I've been trying to separate myself from him, um, I caught him outside my house, he always knew my whereabouts, but the other night he actually went to jail. Um, an officer caught him red-handed trying to break into my apartment.
4: Ooh, mm-mm, dangerous. And you have a child,
11: right? Well, and he was released from jail on a GPS monitor, and I did go file for a restraining order. But in my mind, I don't know what separates like a creepy stalker from someone who ends up, you know. Making a woman end up on the news
4: and guess what nobody knows what separates that because you can never tell right how far is it going to go and if you that sounds to me like it has potential to be dangerous what if he would have been able to break in that's illegal you can't do that what if you decide to move on with your life and date somebody else and something happens what if your daughter's around and he does something in front of her and it harms her or it harms you. And so you can't take those things lightly. And you always have to look at it like this because I did have to get a restraining order against an ex-boyfriend before, you're right. And I did that when I was younger and that was off the advice of somebody else. That told me you have to get a restraining order because at the end of the day, you feel you might feel a little bit bad, like, man, I don't want anything. But he doesn't feel bad when he's doing these things to you. Right. And so you can't have sympathy for somebody who is putting themselves in a position where now you have to take legal action. And there's nothing worse than feeling unsafe. And in particular, you have a daughter, so you have to put that above everything else. If something happens to you or her, you would never forgive yourself for not doing what you you could have done to prevent it. And sometimes the wake-up call is, look, if you come near me or you do something like this again, you're going to go to jail. So that's on you. If you make a decision to do something stupid, that was your decision. Okay. Thank you. So listen, make sure you go to all your court dates. Get that restraining order that you need to get. Don't feel like you're doing anything wrong. He put himself in this position.
5: Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Ask ye 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way,
4: Yes, Kodak Black did a sit-down with academics for his Off the Record podcast, and we'll give you some of the takeaways. All
5: right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
10: Listen up. It's just in.
1: All the guys the rumor report Gossip. Gossip. With Angel- Angela
10: Yee. It's the rumor report
1: The Breakfast Club
4: All right, well Kodak Black sat down with DJ Academics on Off the Record and some of the things he talked about is his support of Donald Trump and how he would still be in jail if it wasn't for him
0: I think still didn't want you to even show appreciation type God oh, f- uh, uh, bless the oh, man, cause I would have still been in prison right now. Oh, man. Say he doing a rally and be like, yo, yo, cause you come perform real quick. I come through for that boy. I'm in bed. I, I wanna, I wanna wash his hand. I'm seeing the one hand, wash the other two hands, wash the face. He looked out for me like greatly. Like I want to pull through for that boy.
2: I would tell young Kodak, uh, you don't owe Trump anything, and just because somebody does something good for you doesn't mean they are good for you, but I can totally understand why Kodak feels the way he feels.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and he wants to return the favor. He would still be in jail right now, so, I mean, he's like, look, whatever I need to do to return his favor, I'll do
2: But see, I wonder about that, though, because, like, the president did a pardon. Do you owe the president a favor just because he pardoned you, regardless of who the president is?
4: I think he also feels like, remember he when he was in prison, he was getting beat up by the guards, and he had all kinds of issues, and he and he felt like nobody was really supporting him in his community. Like, he put out a post about it, and he was trying to get some support. And this is just how he feels. That I get it. I totally the understand why he feels the way he, he feels. He got me out of jail. I couldn't be there anymore. There were awful things happening to me there. I wanted to come home. This person made it happen. So, for him personally, that's how he feels because that happened for I, him I totally
2: so, get it but I would I would just tell him just because somebody does something good for you doesn't mean I good think for I would you.
5: be the same way though President I got understand. me out I'm
2: locked up I'm getting beat up
5: I want to be home with my family he says okay here I'm a part of you I do want like he I said want to show that favor back but he did it for a reason he didn't do it because Kodak was a good guy and that was his favorite guy But he that's what I mean I cuz wanted... you know he wanted probably Kodak, Kodak to, you know tell his fans
4: And it's all about relationships to too support right was sure. asking the president who's your lawyer yeah. who's mm-hmm. got that in And I get
2: it you know Kodak was in hell in prison is a hell so I get. And Get he felt kind of abandoned
4: from people and then this, you know, so he's just happy to be home He also said he, while he was in prison he wrote a movie and wants to cast Zendaya in it And other things that he discussed was his case Right because he was accused of sexual assault and things have since been resolved I believe the case was dropped here. What do you have to say about that?
0: They know I ain't did this shit. If they felt like I did it, they wouldn't have came out no, came on no key a yield probation three, 30 years. Nah, it, Them it, people it, dropped that, w- went the simple bad of it to the point they were like, you ain't got a report, as no sense you ain't got a da da And I'm already on federal probation. You, you got face other the who they got to pay a of me and all the th- yeah. I ain't pay a bitch shit, you know man. You know I ain't there, they yeah. know I ain't there. I took a lot of tests. That tech might want people head, but but that, that's some real right there. You ain't no that pay somebody off to switch a story man, type that, homie. Yeah, trust. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, you can watch that whole thing um, off the record.
2: It's crazy. I, I feel like I speak fluent Kodak. Like I'd be understanding everything Kodak be talking about. Yeah. I do. I just understand him.
4: All right. Now, Kanye has gotten his first diamond plaque of his career, and they did announce that Stronger has been certified diamond. So that means $10 million in sales in the U.S., so congratulations.
2: Uh, 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 that one, right? Yeah. hmm Congrats. I don't know what that was you just did.
11: She
4: knew. I speak, I speak,
11: uh, uh, I speak fluent uh, uh, envy. There you I go. You everything he
4: says. There you go. <laughs> I feel like throughout the years, I've gotten used to go. he says, and now I can speak fluent envy. Exactly what it was. Exactly where he's coming from.
2: I don't want to learn that language.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Bia has responded to critics of her BET Hip Hop Awards performance. And some people were saying they felt like she was just sitting on the couch the whole time. Some people felt like it lacked energy. It wasn't lively. She did share a video of her with a very lively performance from her tour. And... She also said, It's giving. I wish it was me. LOL. She said, One thing about me, I'm always going to stay grateful and perfect my craft. Thanks for the constructive criticism. I take it all in and come back harder next time. Yeah, she
5: was, she performed with Little John, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Little John came out. Yeah, she did uh, a whole lot of money first and then they did this song together. But when I seen her mm-hmm. at the red carpet, she was super duper excited. She was excited, she had so much energy. But this is her first performance on a major platform. This was well, her first performance. Well, no, she's carpet. performed
4: at the Latin Grammys before. Oh, she's won awards. She's she was nervous.
5: Yeah. I mean, That's but right. she, you she still know. did good.
2: Anxiety might have right. kicked in. She might have had nerves. You never know what it was. Mm-hmm.
4: Or maybe this was just what her performance was and it didn't translate the way she thought it would.
2: I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't even see it. I just oh. saw it still. She starts up on the general. couch
4: doing a whole lot of money and then uh, she laid down Lil the John person. comes out. But she's mm-hmm. dope. I really like Bia a lot. So, you know, I just read a
2: headline that Lil John came out with Bia. Bia, Bia. He did.
4: Okay, now Nas is joining Masterclass, and Masterclass is that streaming platform anybody can learn about the world's best. That class is going to be available on October 14th next week, and so it's called Nas Teaches Hip-Hop Storytelling. It's the first time he's going to break down his processes and life story in this way and share his journey and we do have something special for y'all this morning because as part of the class he also did a brand new song with hit boy that's just for master class so that you can watch him write and rhyme in real time so the song title is big nas and we have a preview to the class we have the song by the way it doesn't come out till tomorrow so we do have this preview for you guys or maybe it comes out later today um but no one's heard it yet all right, so let's do that right here. Big Nas from his masterclass.
0: Yeah, a man reproduces himself through his child, so when he leave here, he gets just smile. But I see fit to stay here a while. Maybe buy a timeshare somewhere, rock bumware, beach chair, write a book each year.
2: Dropping a clues bomb from Nazi Jones and Hip Boy. All right. Well, Didn't. Nice. That was the combination I never knew I needed. That was the rapper-producer combination I never knew I needed, man. Nas and Hip Boy. All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go.
1: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: Angela here. Don't you wish everything was as easy as getting quality coverage from The General Insurance? The General offers the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to uh, Taraji P. Henson for joining us this morning and Tracy Jade.
2: Taraji P. Henson and Tracy Jade. Man, I love those two queens. Uh, peace of mind starts back on Facebook Watch on October 11th. And uh, Tracy is going to be at my Mental Wealth Expo this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. She is actually speaking on the Black Woman's Mental Health Panel. So I can't wait to see that conversation. And, and everybody, please, the Marriott Marquis Times Square in New York City, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is free and open to the public. And also, too, on that panel with uh, Tracy Tracy Jenkins is Dr. Rita Walker, uh, Dr. Chairman Jackman, Corey Minor smith and it's moderated by Dr. Alfie Breland-Noble. So pull up, man. We're having a whole day of mental uh, health education and healing education and it's free and it's open to the public so anybody who's looking to get started on a healing journey or you on a healing journey and you just want more tools more resources want to know more people this is the event for you the mental wealth expo this sunday world mental health day 11 a.m to 4 p.m at the marriott Marquis times square in new york city can't wait to see you
5: all right when we come back we got the positive note so don't move it's the breakfast day. club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I'm heading out to Virginia tonight. Of course, this weekend is uh, Hampton's homecoming. Shout out to all the schools, all the HBCUs. I know a lot of schools are canceling homecoming or they are canceling a lot of the events. Uh, thank God that Hampton is not canceling. They are restricting, this, I think, 50% capacity at the game and host of others. But I am going down there. Shout out to Pepsi. Shout out to Nissan. We're going to have a lot of fun. Shout out to all the... Uh, Alumni, all right? Salute
2: to all the 40 and ups who gonna be doing the stretches just so they can wild out when Nugget, if you buck, come on. You know what I'm saying? And and swag, That's (laughs) right.
5: And before I let go. All All three
2: of them. Don't hurt yourself and back that ass up. Come on, okay? Oh, my goodness. Remember, you got a family at home now. (laughs) All right? Don't forget you got a family at home. Oh, my goodness. Okay? All right. You got a positive note? I do. The positive note is simply this, man. Give thanks to the Lord for God is good. God's love endures forever. I just wanted to say that. All praises due.
0: Breakfast club, bitches!
6: You y'all finished or y'all done?